Hello and welcome to episode number 32 of Oral Fix. I am Henry Diaz. And I'm Drew Brown. And we're your hosts of the Oral Fix podcast. Oral Fix is a weekly social commentary podcast for the gay community. We can be listened to on Stitcher.com, iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud.com, and Podbean and Facebook. And you can find all these links uh, and more on our blog, www.oralfixpodcast.com. And you can find our archives of shows there and listen to any uh, past recordings, as well as our Best of Music volumes. Happy Year of the Dragon, everyone. And my orchid of a host, Drew, how are you this week? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm coming to you direct from Toronto. Direct from the... Super Nanny Shack? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you might say that. So, how are, you, how are you doing? I am doing quite better. I was feeling very crunchy, cranky this past week. and um, You were having a not-so-fresh feeling? I was having a not-so-fresh feeling. And don't bring <laughs> up the douche <laughs> joke, because it is worn out and played out, girl. Okay. <laughs> I do not douche with women's products, douching products. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't need a little summer's eve. No summer's eve for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but are you feeling? You feeling better? I'm feeling better. Um, I think you know between the um, I think the the solar flare storm that we experienced recently and. The drastic change of temperatures here I have really worn me out, and I'm very sensitive to atmospheric pressure and um, and also a sinus infection. I have I live in right in front of a lake, a nine mile lake, which gets drained every four years, and when it gets drained for the winter, it um, there's all these type of molds that become airborne, kind of like ragweed, and I I don't respond to that very well. And my eyes also, so um, it's been challenging, and I've been very, very moody. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. And then uh, maybe it's just that maybe it was just that that time of the month for you. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously. And ter- talking about moods, how about you? Have, have your nephews got on your nerves yet? <laughs> Um, no, they're still alive, and um, <laughs> so that's a good thing. And we just celebrated my nephew's one year um, to to turned one year old. Um, oh, happy birthday! His first birthday. Um, so we did that, and so just been hanging out, and they've been sleeping, you know, a lot better through the night. So that's a good thing because for a while for the first couple of days that I got here he was waking up and I was he was crying and my gut reaction was to go in there and to you know walk him to sleep but then that meant that he did not want me to get off like leave him and put him back in the crib so I would have to stay in the rocking chair like <laughs> as he's sleeping on me and he would not let me go so I didn't sleep like the first couple of nights 
So, but now that is the thing in the past, and now he's sleeping fine, and so all is good. I remember, like, being not so much of a nanny, but big brother, mother, whatever, to my siblings growing up. And when they would do that, it was like the regular baby thing to do. Like, they would latch onto you and make sure you don't leave. Yeah, no, that, he, that, that's what he did. And I mean, and, and the funny thing is, too, like, and then I was like, I was in, I tried to bring him, like, in my room where I'm sleeping at, um, it's really bright. Like, he's very, he's such a light sleeper, and he's very sensitive to anything. Any noise, like, he wakes up, he's like, what is that? What's going on? <laughs> so I brought him back into his room, which was like a cave, and then he was, like, walking, going to sleep. But I thought, like, okay, well, maybe I c- I'll try and f- go in the crib with him <laughs> <laughs> and, like, lay beside him. So I got into the crib. Which How is big is long. this crib? It's pretty, it's pretty long. Um, and so I got into the crib with him and thinking that I, w- I would just, like, lay next to him until he falls asleep. And then I would, like, slowly, you know, creep out. He laid on top of me, like you're not going anywhere. Like, don't even think about it. Like, I was like, and he was just like, you know. <laughs> you were trapped in his lair. I was just trapped. So I, I was just like, okay, this is not working. Because <laughs> I was so tired. I was so tired. But, you are tired. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> you how dare you. <laughs> but all in all, he, I mean, my nephews had to, I mean, I know I'm, you know, I'm sure all people, you know, uncles and aunts say this, but, you know, my uncle, I mean, my nephews are the cutest kids on the face of the planet. So, um, I, being with them, spending this time with them has been great. So, Aww. so I cannot complain, cannot complain. Do, do they, do they pick on your dreads? Do they pull them or play with them? Um, you know, no, they don't. Um, well, you know, that's, that's actually not true. The, the little one, while he was sleeping, he would sometime, like, he would, you know, just kind of twirl it in his hand. <laughs> How cute. How cute, yeah, exactly. But he's, my, he's... Go ahead. My niece would, would pull on it and, like, put stuff in it if I had dreads. <laughs> oh, see, no. See, then we, me and her would have been fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I look at how old you are. <laughs> Leilani is a devil. She would just like, I mean, I call her a couple of times, like taking out milk from the refrigerator when I first started visiting after, you know, she was like one or two and she, she would take out the milk and this was her thing. I don't know if she still does it, but she would take out the gallon of milk out of the refrigerator and she'll take off the cap. And she'll drink it right there at the door while the door is open, and then put it back without capping it. Oh. And I would catch her a couple of times. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm drinking milk." I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) "Why don't you ask us to pour you some milk?" I don't know. (laughs) And she shrugs her (laughs) shoulders. And 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 the like the last time I caught her doing it, I was like, "That's it." Yeah. Put it back, no. and she would no. refuse to put the cat back or do anything after that. <laughs> no, they. I mean, for the most part, I mean, you know, the oldest one he has a little bit of tantrum sometimes, but I mean, it's they are they were by 
a lot of other as I've seen some bad kids, they are they're angels, so <laughs> it is good. But you mentioned earlier about the Year of the Dragon, and why don't you tell folks about the Year of the Dragon? I've been seeing a lot of people posting it on Facebook and talking about it. Year of the Dragon is um first of all, the Chinese calendar is different from the European um calendar uh because it's um a calendar based on the moon cycles and uh, the one that we follow which is the Gregorian one European is based on a sun cycle so the moon cycles uh, you know go into go in 13 phases um and there are 13 corresponding um Chinese zodiac signs and each sign um takes its turn every year um being celebrated and and actually just taking precedence that energy of that of that animal or in, in other words totem <laughs> for the year um over that year and there's also like two other things that corresponds with them like based on like they use uh elements and colors um to uh also I don't know. I don't know. I don't really don't know exactly why, but um they also get correlated with the as the zodiac sign for that year. So there's elements like fire, earth, a water, metal, and um then there's colors, black, yellow, um blue and this year it is the year of the water dragon, the black water dragon. And dragons in old Chinese mythology was used to be represented as uh from the dragon itself was actually a animal, a beast made up of all these different other animals. So it had different re- different parts and it didn't have traditional European um dragon-like qualities. It was still reptilian uh, most of overall, but there was a little bit of the lion in there and tiger and all this other stuff. So it was considered a wild beast and it had a ferocious temper. Um, and every year um, that, well, every year that corresponds to the dragon, it's usually a really an exciting time, uh, an exciting year. Full of, full of highs and lows and and full of um, a lot of energy. So things happen really fast. So as quickly as things happen um, for the good, things can happen for the bad in the same dynamic of energy. So um, people this year are going to be experiencing things like um, a lot of money right away or and then probably find that they're having losses right away on another scale or people fall in love really quickly and fall out of love very quickly so you know at the same time you know the water and and the the color also adds more intensity so black is considered to be a very cosmic uh, very rich color also promising for finances and so is um, water and water is a conduit of energy, so oh, the currents uh, of this dragon energy is going to be even more more intense. So if you get into a fight, 
the fight will happen very quickly and it'll probably be really vicious. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, you better you better you better keep it cute or you might get cut. <laughs> well, one thing I didn't appreciate about the Taurus um or the Ox cuz I'm an Ox in Chinese calendar. And I think you are also. Um I didn't appreciate that it's the 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 forecast which I'll will, I'll link on the um show notes. It says that we're supposed to experience, you know, um, a lot of upheaval, so there'll be a lot of changes, and a lot of running around, more than we are used to and like. And then towards the end of the year, we're going to experience a lot of love. We'll probably meet somebody and be swept off of our feet, money, and some really large, like, dynasty type of re- betrayal. <laughs> um, I thought she was gonna say. I thought she was gonna say something really. I thought she was gonna say something else. Um, re- something really large, and I thought she was gonna say something else. But um, you. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that, but why do I have to wait to the end of the year for something really large? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think of it, <laughs> you know something like. I mean, the the end of the year is usually the culmination of. Of um, of all everything you worked for throughout since the beginning. So, the beginning is the introduction of the energy of the dragon, and the dragon kind of starts finding its way, and then all of a sudden towards the end, I don't know. If you want to get gangbang, go right ahead, but <laughs> it's not something I'm working towards. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say all of that. <laughs> well, you're thinking like large. <laughs> I mean, I know that. Since our episode of <laughs> the sides matter, we both prefer <laughs> bigger, but we never said large. <laughs> no, I, no, the way you were sound, the way you were the built up of what you were saying, we sound maybe I thought you were gonna say something, you know, sexual. Because you were like, oh, you're feeling love and this, and then you said something about large. I thought that's where you were going. Well, I'm but... a very sensual person, but I never tried or mean to be erotic all the time. Sensual or just slutty? I think more slutty it is. <laughs> oh, anyway, I watched okay. Underworld this week and it was so good. I watched like this bootleg version. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. But you're it the, was... You're, the wonder why the government is trying to stop illegal um, downloading and stuff. Well, it's not my fault that they gave it to me. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, I um I think it's time to take a break. <laughs> On that note, um we're going to leave you with some music and then we're going to come back with our next segment.
right, welcome back. That was Gray by One and Zeros. And that's someone, One and Zeros is someone that we actually met um, thanks to a post that you, you shared um, some of his music on our blog. And now we've been, we've developed a friendship. And he seems like a really cool guy. And now he's made it onto our podcast. So. It's been great. We've been meeting a lot of awesome people lately um, who have been on the show as well as we've blogged about. So um, thank you, One and Zero, for sending us that track. So now we're going to move on into our next segment, which is Tit for Tat. And this is where Henry and I um, sometimes debate or just kind of discuss something that's happening in the gay community um, at large. And we just want to, you know, share our sides of the story. So, and like I said, sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't agree. Sometimes we scratch each other's eyes out. Um, but usually... Oh, please. I- <laughs> <laughs> don't get all dramatic on people here today. <laughs> we don't scratch our eyes out. We never do. <laughs> No, no, no. We don't go. We don't go throat to throat. Maybe sometimes blow the blow, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, I'm all, I, and, I, and I'm always the winner. Anyway, just in case if you were wondering. So anyway, this this, <laughs> this week's tip for tit for tat is going to be makeup for the topic is makeup for men for or against. So, Henry, are you for or against makeup for men? There, there are. There seems to be a. It seems to be a growing trend where there, you know, not just uh, you know people, you know, men going to Mac or going to the local drugstore to purchase um, whatever ladies' cosmetics. Now there's lines that actually for men that actually have makeup for men specifically. So, are you for that or against it? I'm for it. Yay. I'm I mean unless you're gonna be really excessive about it and, you know, be cunty all the time. I <laughs> and it's like you're you're being I don't know. I don't know. It depends, you know, on who really wears it and what they're doing with it. Um I love makeup ever since high school and I took up acting. Um actually I majored in acting. I went to the School for Performing Arts, the Fame School, and I had uh, theater um, makeup for a year, and I really, really enjoyed it. And um, and I felt I didn't feel like I could wear it every day because it was such a heavy makeup. It's very different from the makeup that we're talking about today um, from Penn and and um, my ego, my ego, and, and Jean Gaultier. Um, those make that makeup seems a lot lighter though pens I, I don't know I hope they're listening because you know we can't really speak about these products because we haven't really tried them but they look really interesting the, my pen I mean the pen men pen makeup looks a bit heavy like it almost looks like theater makeup but it seems to do the job really well from what I'm seeing on their site I think you know there, you know, Jean Paul Gaultier is more about fashion and looking a little bit better. And the one for men pen seems to help you remove scars and blemishes. And you know, if you just want to correct your face for the day for an evening out, and you know you're going to be taking family pictures or something, 
But um, and I think that's yeah. fine, you know. And I think it's fine if you're wearing it just to accentuate and highlight certain features of your face. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lachamaca yeah. loves Lachamaca loves it, but you know, <laughs> she's just like a girl like on a night out, and so yeah. she she does it up, and I I love that. But um, yeah. I mean, same thing with my ego. I mean, they have concealer for men, which. You know, which is to hide, you know, any dark, dark circles if your eyes are tired or puffy or um, stuff like that. But, you know, and I think, you know, there, I mean, I think, you know, it's great that there are these product lines. Um, but I think, so I guess I am for it. But then sometimes, I mean, I think, you know, I also dated someone who kind of wore makeup religiously and I didn't know that until I, like, we were getting to ready for, you know for work and i would see him with his like mac brush and like you know blotting him <laughs> and there was just something like not very sexy about that i was wait, like wait, wait, really? where did, where did he work did he work at a makeup store? no he did no he did not we worked together um we were both visuals um at h&m so we uh-huh. we worked together and so you know he would always you know do his face up every morning and to me and there was a lot of things that you know with it It wasn't just the makeup like he had like naturally green eyes but he always would wear blue contacts and sometimes i would be like what is like he would for me like the the, he would always look the best when he was like hadn't shaved with like rugged and would like just wake up there was like no product in his hair nothing on his face and i was like you look fine like what is wrong with you um (laughs) So, I mean, I definitely think that, like, you know, there are moments where, you know, you, you're you going to an event and you want to look your best or you're taking pictures or, you know, you partied way too much and you got to, you know, go to work the next day. Yeah, so definitely it's great that we do have these products on the market. I just don't want my boyfriend always in the mirror, like, putting on makeup. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I mean, I I get it. It makes sense, but like, there's something not like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I guess like when I picture like my ideal guy, like I don't, I can't picture him like in front of the mirror, like you know, putting his his makeup on. Like that's not like in my in my vision. You know. Wow. Um. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean. I mean. Was he? Like putting on like like an excessive amount, like where he's no, looking I mean, really he cunty w- and no, I mean he looked fine, but he would wear it. I mean he pretty much wore it every day, and like not because of pictures or whatever. He wore it religiously, um, wow. so and so and that was just kind of like uh, okay, um, but well, you know of course of course I mean never I mean of course I you know at this point you know I really I was you know we lived we lived together once obviously we. I must have really liked him. So um, it, you, you just kind of let those things slide. But then looking back, I'm like, really? Really? I, this is who I was with? But no. But he's still a great guy. We're friends now. Um, but, you know, it's just, of course, I would not not date someone if I found out they were wearing makeup. But it's just like, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just not like, it's, you know, I was like, so I you're wonder, you're you're I, against it then? No, I'm for it. I just don't want my man to be wearing makeup every single day. That's mm-hmm. all. 
Okay. I'm glad that we I'm glad that we have these products, and we're we're gonna put these um, links um, into our show notes so you can click on it. They have a whole line of well, the men pen is basically just concealer, but my ego has you know concealer. They have like eye like brow and all kinds of like to take away the shine as well. Um, so it's kind of great that we do have these products, and so, so you don't have to just go to Mac or you know. Um, to, to go off or or feel you know funny going to like the cover girl um, <laughs> counter <laughs> the cover girl the cover girl section at your local you know pharmacy um, now they, there are products out there just for men so I think that's great um, well there's but, no shame in that either like going to the counter and getting stuff from, from no the, there's no shame I mean I I never I never I mean at first I feel a little weird because. You know, I live in like the boonies here, and the girls aren't used to seeing the gays out here. So, but yeah. I, I think it's kind of fun at the same time. <laughs> it's like when you buy yeah. condoms and you like shock people. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't expect this to be on my counter today. <laughs> no, but I mean, the the only thing is too is that I mean, I think you know, it's kind of nice. Like, if I you know was to buy something, I always like to go to like this actual store because you know when you I'd rather be able to talk to someone to be able to kind of walk me through it to make sure it's the right color for my skin, skin tone, things yeah. like that. Like you don't want to buy something that, you know, you look pasty or you just it's like too dark or you just look like a hot mess. Like if you're going to do it, make sure you get your, you know, the right skin tone. Don't try and be like, you know, John Leguizamo's character and too wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> she looked good though. I mean, she went a little too spastic with the red, but she was good. She looked good. In the beginning, she looked a little pasty. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you wear makeup? Um, I have not. Just to you know, uh, just to you know, lightly to beautify yourself for a bit. I mean, have you ever? I've never, I've never worn makeup, but I have more like stuff to take away, like shine, like a little blot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that was that was really it. But I never, I've never worn like foundation and concealer or anything like that. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I, I have. I mean, well, just to you know you have. in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. Now, don't, <laughs> don't, don't try to come for me, all right? <laughs> anyway, um, no, I mean like you know, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, like. Uh, mascara, like my eyelashes are are pretty longer than normal guys, but um, eyelashes, average eyelashes, but just to enhance them, I would put on mascara or clear mascara, or sometimes I would do, you know, tweak my eyebrows a little bit and then put a little bit of foundation, especially underneath the dark circles, and um, yeah, and a little rouge on my lips just to make them <laughs> a little more. But not, you know, as noticeable, you know, and stark. So I think, yeah, I think these products are really great. And I, you know, I hope we can get to, like, really do start doing some reviews because that would be fun. Yes. Yes, definitely. And when, there's also um, a, a YouTube video about, like, how to put on um, the makeup that we uh, that's also in our show notes as well. So you can be able to um, 
uh, watch the tutorial if you're not as advanced as Henry might be. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you can, so you. you can learn how to apply, you know, these products, or if you go to Mac or any or any other brand, um, you know how to put it on your put it on your face because there is an art to makeup. So there is like style. So I think that's a wrap up. So I think so. So I guess we're both for it. Yay. For the most part. Nobody died today. Nobody <laughs> died today. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to leave you with some music and we'll be back with our next segment. Featuring Yele, Kula Couleur, AC Slater Remix. I love Yele. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's so bouncy. She's so fresh. She's so yeah. like energetic, and it's so different her music. On um, I, I I like this remix. Anyway, onward to main drag. HPV infection among gay men is our topic at the main drag. This is our segment where we really just, you know, make our comments, Terry's on on things that are either not being highlighted in our community as a concern and should be brought to a forefront or things that are our current events and we just drag them out <laughs> and have a <clears throat> and, and have a go at it. So um, this came to our concern via, actually, not to our concern, but as a something that we think everyone who is listening to us today um, should be concerned with uh, and about, and and that's HPV infection. Um, and this came via an article at the uh, advocate.com, um, which spoke about the rates of uh, HPV infection in the gay community within for gay men, and how much of a crisis it is. And um, and I I totally was um, on the bandwagon uh, in terms of making this actually a topic for today, and just because I have had a an experience um, 
which was very scary, similar to HIV, um, when I first got my HIV test. And um, as I was telling Drew um, a few weeks ago, uh, I had uh, actually um, went to get a test for HPV infection um, just because after dating someone who was infected with HPV uh, and was being treated and wasn't able, because he was taking this medication, wasn't able to transmit it, I still wasn't too secure with that. So and I was really frightened because I was displaying some some symptoms and I can get like really like overly worked <laughs> just for the littlest, <laughs> littlest of things that happens to my body and so, you know, I, I went to a clinic, to uh, a family clinic, and and I where they did, you know, all types of STD work and HIV tests. And I, and I said to them, I want an HPV um, test. And they looked at me like I had three heads. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I want an HPV test. They're like, well, we don't do it for men. We only do it for women. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, well, I need one, and I want one. <laughs> and that's, you know, if you do it for women, you must do it for men. And it took me, like, several hours just to, like, really get somebody to listen to me. And finally, the person that does the HPV um, tests for women acknowledged that there is a test for men. And it's, you know, almost similar. And so, you know, the the woman did the test and there was actually two women in the room and it was very uncomfortable but um, you know usually I, I normally don't have a problem if it's just one person but if it's two people of the same gender like a woman I'm just like freaked out and I was a bit freaked out and I was freaked out for about a week waiting for the results and then when I got the results it was negative and I was so happy that I didn't have it because I mean people die from this and people lately die readily from this. It's almost like syphilis. It's like a silent killer that you don't know you can get. Like the symptoms don't really come up that quickly. And they attack your nervous system. And it attacks um, the way that you, you feel. You become very moody, um, very sensitive. And then you start getting not lesions, but you start getting like genital warts. And you can get other types of disfigurements that in some cases are rare, but this is a really a big growing concern according to the advocate.com um, article. Yes, and, and just for, for people who are not aware, HPV stands for the human papilloma virus. Um, and just to give you some facts about um, HPV within when, why it is such a major um, issue with, among for gay men, um, anal, which it's a form of anal cancer and it affects about two and 100,000 people in the United States. But the rate of anal cancer among gay and bisexual men is 45, 44 times higher. So it's important that you do get tested. And, um, and this is what we wanted to do. Sometimes, you know, of course, you know, we talk about dating and sex and, you know, we could be catty and bitchy, but we also want to use, you know, our podcast, you know, to inform people about things that are, you know, really um, in our community to, so people can be healthy and, and, and knowledge is power. So if you know about these things and, and you can um, 
be detected earlier, then there's steps that you can take. But so this is why we wanted to, you know, really put the word out. Um, I know for myself, you know, I got I got the test done, and it's, you know, my doctor was like, oh, you know, it's like a, you know, it's like you know, pap similar to what what a pap smear is for women, um, and so they needed to take a swab of my butthole and i was like so graphic um yeah well hey this is how we roll here at the old fritz um and so um and but the thing was and i was like you know i, I felt really kind of because she's like okay well you know it's best if you are you know stand up and you spread your legs and i was like um you know could you like buy me dinner and like take me out <laughs> right up. Oh, right and, up. You know, exactly or couldn't you like play some like you know soft music or something you know <laughs> um so romance I, me exactly i'm not that easy um anyway so we ended up you know we did it and she she got the the she took a little swab and then you know everything was fine you know thank god but you know it's something that you have to do constantly it's not just a one-time thing um usually every year you um i do get tested so um it's definitely something that we know we should be aware of within our community because these are high numbers. Uh, and, and I know it seems like, oh, you know, we just got, you know, we know that HIV is out there, but now it's HPV, like what's going on. But I mean, you know, it's important that we're aware and we, we get the facts and we understand what's out there and affecting our communities. Surely so. Um, and, um, I, I really don't have much more to say, so I, I, we're going to leave you off with some music. And for those of you who are interested in the subject or think that you're um, infected or anything, you know, go see your local clinic. You could get like free tests. You don't have to really pay for it if you don't have insurance. Um, local clinics, you know, so, some of them even have a sliding scale fee if they do charge. So yeah. um, it's really important, especially if you're, you know, having sex. And um, it could be, you know, you could also catch it even if you're not having unprotected sex. Like exactly, and and the thing with cancer is like that how it differs from you know you know HIV. There's no pills for cancer, so it's important that you know you go and you get tested because you want to be able to start treatment or do whatever it is that you can do right away. Um, so and we'll be also posting this article in our show notes. Um, so you can also read more about it and get more facts if you will like as well.
Jonesy, and I was not speaking Pig Latin or any <laughs> thick buddy. That is the actual <laughs> name of the title. Um, Lilacoy are... is Icelandic. I know, I know, but I was, I was making a joke. Calm down. What did you, I know you're feeling crunchy and all, but did you lose your sense of humor too? <laughs> Obviously, no, I didn't, okay? Just don't be, don't be saying what ain't true about my boy, Jonesy. Yes, I know, I know. But we are fans of Jonesy, um, and so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so calm down. I didn't know. I didn't know that was your man. <laughs> well, he so, has a man. His man is Alex. Which both of them, when they produced their albums in the past, I wish they'll produce another one together. Are so beautiful. I mean, these lovers, these guys, produce such good music together. Yeah, so, um, so all right. All right, so now we Ooh, are... Oh, Super Nanny, you have somebody in the background asking for you, huh? Yeah, I know. My nephew is telling me um, <laughs> that is my nephew, Justin. Hi, Justin. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now are we ready for the next segment? We are. So, Go ahead. So, so this is our our new our new segment, um, and this is WTF, and you can say what it stands for because I don't want to say it in front of my nephew. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> our new segment is called WTF, which is what the fuck. <laughs> yes, and these are things that, like, unlike you know back back into the closet where we throw things back into the closet these are just things that we're just like really seriously like we just can't believe it like wtf um so this our first installment is gays who will want to die a year early for the perfect body and this is something that you know we found um before we went on you know hiatus um but and so we started this in segments it's perfect for it so we're a little late um and talking about it but it's still a wtf because i can't believe that there's a new there's a study a new study that was released saying that 48 percent of gay men would sacrifice a year or more of their lives in exchange for a perfect body and the research also said that 10% of gay men would agree to die more than 11 years earlier if they could have their ideal body now. And it's just like, really? It's like, what the F? Like, really? <laughs> I don't know. That 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 is That is really... I mean, I... Yeah, no. I mean, it's... Anyway, I, I don't think maybe it's... They'll die eleven. They're willing to die eleven years earlier. I mean, in what context? The context is that. I mean, it takes. It's still either way. I mean, I, as a bodybuilder, I know uh, a former bodybuilder. I. I was about to say bodybuilder girl. I <laughs> well, when I work out, I still use like 
my bodybuilder routines, but um, oh, okay. I don't, you know, I, I, I lift weights whenever I'm not feeling lazy. <laughs> um, okay. But growing up, I, you know, I was into bodybuilding, weightlifting, and I, and I learned several things, and, but it takes a long time in order to get the perfect body. And you have to sacrifice time. And if if that 11 years is, you know, like laid out in a span uh, of time, you know, then you could, you know, uh, of your whole lifetime, uh, it's you could see it that way or you could see it as, you know, oh, I want the instant body right now. And yeah, I'll check away 11 years. You know, you could take 11 years off. <laughs> Well, the uh, thing that, at the, the end of it all, <laughs> but, but the, I mean, it, the thing it, it doesn't make it doesn't make it doesn't make sense because once you have the perfect body, I mean, to me, the perfect body is when you have a functioning body that yeah. looks good, is not obese, and it's healthy. And um, yeah, exactly. And I think that that's what that's what's important is that like you know, be healthy and be secure in who you are first, and then worry about because if, I mean, just because you are you know you have the perfect six pack abs and you're doing you know you're at the gym every day doesn't necessarily mean that you're healthy, you know, because you could still be doing things to destroy your body because you could be you know doing drugs or you can be doing whatever, drinking a lot or whatever. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that. You know, you're healthy, but it's just sad that, like, you know, I know that, you know, we live, our culture is very, you know, body conscious and all this stuff. But it's just, like, really sad that people will are willing to shave off years of their lives just for the perfect body. Not for, like, to find love or to whatever, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, really to, to just to have a six-pack? Like, really? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just... I, I, is this to me? It just seems a little like shallow, you know. It, it's, it, I guess it, yeah, I guess it is. I mean, I, I, I just feel like I, I'm I, sure I a lot, like, a lot of people interpreted this article as like, oh my god, <laughs> they would really yeah. die. <laughs> Eleven well, years I mean, and it before they should. I mean, in order to get a, the perfect body, or, or really, you know, get into shape and really have a a physically fit body. You really have to sacrifice time for it, but yeah. um, if you want it instantly and you're willing to sacrifice eleven instant years instead of eleven years that are stretched out, you know, and divided up along a timeline <laughs> in your lifespan, then I think that's understandable. Um, yeah, but but also, I mean, the thing is, is that like not, I mean, I know that. Like my body is not built the way other people's built, so I'm not gonna, you know. I I think you, there's certain things that like your body can, you're not gonna, just physically, you can't look like what you might think is ideal because it's 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 gonna be unrealistic because maybe you're not built that way, maybe you're you're not shaped that way, you know. I think it's like we need to also be realistic about like be the best you can be in the body that you've been given. Take care of it and eat right and do all those things, but don't try to, you know, um, try to obtain something that may not be right for you or maybe you're not, maybe you can't get, you know? Right, okay, yeah. So, I, you know, it's... I mean, we have, to, we have to think about those things and it's just really kind of sad that we're, you know, we're in this 
you know, that it's and forty eight percent it's not like it's you know, thirty eight percent or twenty eight percent. It's forty eight percent. Like that's a that's a huge number. So there's a lot of people out there who fully, you know, feel like, oh, that their body's not good enough or that they are not in the best shape or they're willing to do you know, sometimes, you know, even do unhealthy things like take steroids or um, take all kinds of, you know, injections just to kind of get the perfect ass or the perfect abs or, you know, whatever to kind of build up muscles. And then in that case, you're doing more harm to your body than actually um, doing good. I think it's really funny it says here in comparison, only a third of straight men said that they would give a year or more for an, an ideal body shape and 77% admitted uh, buying into the body image into body image ideal yeah well it's, it is it is a WF it's a WF moment and it's just it's just really sad like it's just really sad that, like this is you know just love yourself like RuPaul says yeah <laughs> I yeah I mean even if you do like work yourself the hell out of your body to in in order to get like these really perfectly chiseled features on your body you you really need to invest time also and obviously you don't get there unless you do invest some time into learning about sculpting your body um but some of these gay men take it you know get carried away with having no fat whatsoever on their body and that's not healthy that is healthy getting i mean these bodybuilders, they they do that. They go to zero fat on their, and even going to zero fat is is actually a shock to your body and it's not good. Um, but guys who go that far to have zero fat on their body, it, they're risking shock to their body and their nervous system, some type of form of damage to the nervous system, and um, and and so in some cases probably even die, death. I, it's yeah. not it's not healthy at all. So, as Drew said, love yourself, allow yourself to have some fat on your body, and you know more cushion, you, it, more more cushion for the pushing. You know, <laughs> more cushion for the pushing, or put, <laughs> or <for> the, <laughs> something to grab on to. Anyway, I think that also that you know people need to I. Reevaluate body image. I mean, if they, it's yeah. it's fine to have an ideal body image, but you know, have a healthy one. You know, like yeah, you know, absolutely. decide for yourself. You know, what's going to be healthy and what's not healthy. And there you have it from the oral fix. There you have it. So hopefully, <laughs> and and we're gonna we're gonna ha- of course we're gonna have the um the the study and our show notes as well, so you can take a look at it. And see where you stand. Are you done, Mr. Mel? I am done. I am done. <laughs> Let's leave them with some music. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>
Welcome back. That was Roisin Murphy's Mama's Place Knob Jockeys Dubstep Remix. I love the way that flew out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely a mouthful. uh, (laughs) Roisin Murphy, for those of you who don't know, is the woman who sings our theme song, Orally Fixated. Yeah. Uh, or, or, the, or yeah, she. It is actually her song that we we took. We didn't actually. <laughs> she didn't actually. We didn't commission it. No, we didn't. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're, we're not. Yeah, we're not fly like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we love her. We love her. We love her. Talking about fly, did you see um, Madonna's? Well, I saw a clip of Madonna uh, recording in her studio her new album, and with um, A and. Um, no, I didn't see it. There, yeah, right. she, she was doing her own like birthday song, and she had MIA like featuring in that song. Oh, uh, okay. Because MIA wrote the "Give Me, Give Me Your Lovin'" or whatever. Oh, really? She, she co-wrote it with her. Yes. So they're they're all gonna be at the they're all gonna be at the Super Bowl. So we gotta make sure you watch. When I'm sure everybody. Um, the Super Bowl is February fifth. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so give me all your love, which we threw Madonna back into the closet for in episode twenty-three, which is very popular lately on our blog. Um, is um, we thought was well, we didn't, really didn't know who wrote it, but it sounded like Lourdes wrote it. But it was really a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, I mean, but the the song is featuring Nicki Minaj and. MIA. So and and then that song and the demo that we played, I didn't hear Nicki Minaj or so you know it was still a demo. So hopefully you know it sounds better once it's released because she's also releasing. Um, they shot the video already and she's releasing the version three days before um, or two days before the actual Super Bowl. So it's going to be released soon. Um, Whoa. So. We're gonna to have to think really hard about taking her out of the closet <laughs> once it was released, because <laughs> we yeah. did say we would take her out of the closet if the rest of the album proves to be better. Or well, yeah, I mean, and, and we are big fans, so you know, there's there, there's probably a big chance that that could happen. <laughs> so we shall see, but we shall see. So on that note, on that note, um. It's time to say goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Um, we can't wait to do our next podcast because we're going to have a special guest. And I'm not going to say who. <laughs> 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 but he's going to be a very fun guest to have on. And, uh, and the rest of the season is going to be even more fun. So stay tuned. And we all agree that we are loving Drew's mic today. 
right, right, everyone? Please send in your feedbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You wait to the end of the podcast to be all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't nasty. We like your mic. We like the way you sound today. Oh, okay. Oh, I, hope, I, I hope we continue to have a good sound quality on both ends. <laughs> yes, that would be a plus. That would be a plus. Everyone can send their feedback in uh, to... Uh, oralfixpodcast at gmail.com and or you can actually record it on your computer if you want and just send it to us via email um, just you know if you're going to do it that way uh, just be mindful of the timing um, because the more time you take on it the larger the file will be and you probably won't be able to send it to us you can also call it in um, and leave us a voice message at 646 504-3491 and all this information that I'm spewing you can also find it on our blog which is www.oralfixpodcast.com I would like to also mention that we publish, we try to publish this podcast every Sunday it is weekly sometimes we are delayed because life just kicks in and this week this podcast is definitely <laughs> going to be late um <clears throat> and you can find us on twitter oral fix podcast you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash the oral fix podcast you can find us on google plus and if you follow us uh on these sites uh you'll probably get more a little more than what we normally post on our blog. So make sure that you know you like us, you follow us, and you Google Plus us, and um, and you know be part of the the live fun on a moment-to-moment basis. Also, if you're using a uh, a mobile app of some sort on your iPad or your iPhone or Android or tablet, um that uses RSS, like Google Currents or Pulse, you can use our feed address to follow us, uh, follow our blog postings and our podcasts um, by using the RSS address, which is feeds.feedburner.com backslash oralfixpodcast. And you can also obtain that address on our site. So I hope everyone has a great week. Valentine Valentine's Day is going to be next month, so I'm definitely looking forward to the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> We're gonna look at some music and um, Drew. Any final goodbyes? No, um, stay tuned for you know, next month. It's going to be chock full of great interviews, great guests, and you know, and more antics. So, stay tuned. Okay, so we're leaving you off with a track uh, from Friendly Fires called "Kiss of Life," Coven Dubstep Dubstep Remix. Enjoy. Enjoy, folks. To the news.